Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, check, check, check. Welcome. Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. I don't even remember if I know how to do this anymore because it's been so long. Uh, it's been so long, I forget. And honestly, I don't even want to fucking do this anymore. I'm just kidding. But really, share it or it's over. And that is not an empty threat. Actually, it is because I would probably just still sit here like some fucking serial killer just yelling into air by myself in some closet like that kid in uh wild wet hot summer or whatever where he just doesn't shower and he's just the radio guy but he's not connected the whole time that would be me but appreciate y'all tuning in if everybody listening right now can go tell one person about the podcast unless you don't have any friends that's totally fine i get it I don't like people that much neither, but I like bonding with them over shit. And if you don't, uh, if you don't want to bond, okay. If you like the podcast, don't be greedy. Don't be a greedy little bitch and hog it. Go and share it with at least one person. And then if you hate it, go and like, if you're some person that I grew up with or something like that, and you're just like hate watching from afar, because you know, I do that. I know people that have these like health accounts or something like that. Like people with, uh, chronic illnesses that are trying to get rich off of them. Um, <laughs> as somebody with a chronic illness, there's nothing weirder to me than people that want attention for being sick. You know what I mean? People be like raising awareness for the disease they have. So people just like know how hard they have it. Like, all right, bro, I was suicidal once too. It's okay. We all, we all, uh, we all get it. But um, anyways, uh, yeah, so if you hate it, if you just hate watching from afar, uh, tell somebody else, like, hey, remember that one fucking pasty German douchebag? He's got this shitty podcast where he talks about a bunch of stuff. You should listen to it sometime because it's really cringy. It's really funny. Um, it's really funny because it's really cringy because uh, I hate that guy. But anyways, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. It's been like a month or something like that since I've spoken to y'all, to those of y'all who care. Uh, which, why you care, I wouldn't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe you're just watching my downfall. Leave Lord Petty alone. Uh, I do need a haircut. <laughs> so maybe I'll shave my head. Maybe I'll shave my head. And uh, is my mic crackling, dude? To some fucking bullshit. Is it doing it? Oh my god. Come on, pull through. I had a thing in the clear fit. God damn it. Why is it saying it wants to record MIDI right now? Stop. Jesus Christ, my computer was just like exploding. Um started doing the thing where it sounds like the alien ball. I just don't understand anything anymore. I don't even understand my own computer. Technology is just over my little German big fat fucking head. It's over my big fat pasty fucking head that needs a haircut. We went to a restaurant the other day. It's called the shelter in Seattle. And you know, we walk in and the a, a server seats us and she's just like, okay, doesn't explain shit. And we go and sit down and we go down and sit outside. So it's like right at when the sun's going down because when the sun goes down, it gets cold as fuck in Seattle. And so 
uh, unless it's high summer, you know, unless it's one of those three months where you put up with all the misery, doom and gloom, heroin, homeless people, uh, defunded SPD, Chaz, shitty rappers, and uh, oh my God, my fucking computer, dude. I can't do this. I can't do it anymore. But uh, what was I? Oh, yeah. So we went to this restaurant. And so I know this episode is going to be fire because that's how resistance works. If you've ever read the book called The War of Art, whenever you're facing resistance, that's when you got to reach in and grab your muse and um, you got to go through it. Like when you're facing resistance and anything you're doing, it's good. Because anytime you do something, shit's going too smooth. That's how like pyramid schemes or anything or like I got ripped off on this stupid fucking flight scam the other day, which I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, anytime anything is too easy, it's a huge red flag because anything good, there's always resistance unless it salutes. But... So anyways, we go to this restaurant and they don't say anything. The sun's going down and we sit down and there's no menus. So we think maybe because some restaurants are different. Sometimes they come and bring you a paper menu that they're just going to go recycle afterwards or they'll be like, yeah, the menu's on your phone, which we figured that much out because they had this little placard, a placard. They had a placard on the table. So we do the thing because we're not that old and it pulls it up. And so we're sitting there for a good <laughs> for a good 10 minutes and I'm not the most patient person at all. Like if I walk in somewhere and I don't get acknowledged within 5 minutes, I leave. Somebody else can have my money. And so we walk in, get sat down and it's getting cold. So we're like, well, it's probably cuz we want to just have a drink in the sun and the sun's going down and we're just sitting there for like 10-15 minutes. No fucking idea. And then we finally go to the bar because if I would have been by myself, I would have just hopped the railing and walked away. And so we go to the bar and then we're like, yeah, can we order some drinks? And they're like, oh, you just order it from your phone. Oh, you couldn't have said that? You couldn't have given us any heads up when you sit, sit us down. Somebody couldn't have been like, hey, have you ever been here before? No. Oh, so just to let you know, you order from your phone because we don't have servers because COVID has ran everything into the ground and the fucking liberal leaders want to just keep running everything into the ground where at this point, if you don't want to get sick, just stay the fuck home because I am over it. The only person that still wants anybody to stay home is the CEO of Netflix. Like he's given Gavin Newsom money. I'm sure he's like blowing Jay Inslee. They probably have some weird eyes, eyes wide shut party where bunch of dudes just cucking each other's wives or fucking each other. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them. Um, and so, yeah, uh, they can't hire. Uh, so remember when this whole pandemic thing first broke out, I was, I remember within the first like two weeks when there was already like the super, super, super far, like right winger nut jobs. Were like they just like wouldn't wear a mask within the first two weeks. And it's like, dude, just like, on a fucking mask like just come on like you're just going in the store like stop arguing with these clerks now it's like you can suck my american dick i'm not wearing a freaking mask anymore i will wear it out of courtesy of the businesses because a lot of people don't know that the businesses get fined they get uh they get fined from the goddamn government so they're just trying to keep their hands clean so you can't really be mad at that if they're like hey dipshit Put on a mask so I don't get fined like ten thousand dollars. But anyways, I was gonna tell you guys about the thing I got scammed on. So I found out that butthole ass Biden put a travel ban on Europe, 
Like it's the goddamn Germans bringing coronavirus over here. And I know they just did it. And because Trump lifted the Europe travel ban and he put it on actual countries where they actually have medical problems in their high risk areas. And so, of course, uh, we did it, Joe. Of course, those people get in there and they're like, well, if we're going to close Africa and India, where they're burning bodies like crazy to not just come into the United States that have high like immigration rates where people just like illegally abuse the system and stuff like that. Why would we allow uh, European tourism where the place has been on fucking Nazi lockdown for the last year and nobody can even go outside past 10 o'clock and they have to wear an N95 and uh, whatever, dude. But so I found out... Um, I was gonna buy my I, I was gonna buy my mom a ticket to come over here for Dasama. And I I, I found out, so I called my aunt, like, hey, we're kind of fucked. And then so she does something, she and then she she sends me a number. It'd be like, hey, I thought, and you know, she's older. And so she she allegedly talked to some guy named Nathan, who she gives me his phone number. He's allegedly from the airline Lufthansa. She's like, yeah, I talked to him directly. He was very helpful. I told him you would call because you know a lot more of the details and like I was going to pay for the plane ticket and all that shit, you know? And so I call him and, uh, you know, Lufthansa, it's, it's a European company. And so I kind of expected the guy to have somewhat of an accent. And he's like, oh yeah, no, it's totally fine. She's just got to, she has to have a flight confirmation. Now he told, he told me, you can get exceptions. You can get exceptions, but to go to the embassy and to get an exception because my mom had a stroke, she's technically disabled. And so he's like, I mean, he knew what he was talking about, but not, you know, like he was lying. Like he knew his lie very well and it was logical. And I trusted the number because my aunt gave it to me. I didn't like Google it or look into it. But then, you know, my, 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 it's like, okay, if I were, and then it started dawning on me like, okay, if I were a piece of shit, like this is what I would do. And I started to realize he was doing it to me. And uh, basically what he did then was he, he, he booked a flight for me. He just went on the Lufthansa website and just booked a flight. Then he sends me some bullshit email. Like, okay, I just need you to email me back. I confirm. And then so I go and look at the flight and it's like, okay, just ran my card for $900, which makes sense. That's what the flight cost. But then he wanted, uh, he said that the total price was 1500 And I'm like, why is it 1500 He's like, I already told it. And he started getting like short with me, you know? So I immediately blocked my card and then, uh, you know, I reported it and I called him and I was like, hey, bro, fuck your mother. Suck a dick in hell. And uh, that was that. So I got <laughs> I got schismed and I still haven't gotten my fucking money back because I called Lufthansa who charged the initial fee and they were going to kick it back to you, boy. But and they said they would, but they haven't done it yet. So now I don't have a credit card, and my credit card has a nine hundred dollar pending charge on it. Uh, but at least the fucking fucking alleged guy, European guy with a goddamn Middle Eastern accent. Hopefully he's gets hit by like a fucking Israeli rocket or something. Um, tried to take my money and I stopped him. <laughs> I knew it was a red flag because he was he was being too helpful. <laughs> he was like, oh, no, it's fine. If you have any problems, just let me know. Like, when is a customer service agent ever given a shit? You know? Like, that's that's the thing. Nobody, nobody takes their job serious, and it just is what it is. Everybody just wants to be fucking... 
nobody takes their job serious. Like literally nobody. Um, just it's just the world. That's the one thing COVID's really just woken everybody up. It was like, why the fuck are we just, you know, wasting our lives away working for somebody else's visions to come true and make fucking pennies, and then just get taxed to shit and all your money is going to fucking homeless people that want to smoke crack all day, anyways. You know what they're doing in uh, what county is it? I forget. I forget. But um, I heard a story where. So, not even a story. It's just a thing. It's just facts. Like I looked into it. It's facts. So, but I forget the county. It's some county in Washington where if you buy a house, I don't think it's King County, uh, but there's probably some shit like that in King County. But if you buy a house, I think it's somewhere up north. They automatically for any like uh, every home, there's a hundred dollar filing fee just to like apply for the loan. And that hundred dollars goes to housing the homeless in Seattle. A hundred dollars, dude. It's crazy, bro. It's 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 just it's just nuts. I mean, it's enabling. You know what I'm saying? It's enabling because, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't take a doesn't take goddamn genius to figure that one out. You know what I'm saying? I book hayfields all day and I figured that one out immediately. Goddamn cousin Steve would figure that shit out in like two seconds, and that dude puts his head in in the oven instead of the pizza. I don't know, bro. Um, I've just been pissed off lately in general. I went to go get breakfast the other day and I was with Shody and uh, I tried to go, you know, parking in Seattle is fucked. And so there's the one open spot in the breakfast place parking lot. This goddamn Audi like took it up so nobody would park next to him. You know, it was a pretty nice Audi, but so like, you know, buy a shittier car, bro. Don't just take up two spots. This motherfucker literally took up two spots. And her and I were already kind of like on each other's nerves about a bunch of other shit. And, uh, and, um, one thing that like, so I have like these little outbursts, but I have to just let them out. You know, somebody will cut me off and be like, you fucking cocksucker. And she'll be like, stop it. And then I'll get even more pissed. I'm like, dude, just let me let it out. Like, I'm not going to get out of the car and like try to go fight somebody. Like, I'm not going to try to get stabbed or shot or something. Like, I'm not stupid, but let me just get it out of my system, you know? And so we pull up and we can't find parking. And we're kind of in a hurry because I got to go drop her off at the airport. And the, and so, the, you know, we can't park in the spot because this fucking Audi is taking up two spots. And then so I'm in the car. I'm like, I'm going to hawk the biggest loogie on this car. <laughs> and she was like, she's like, stop it. She's like, just fucking stop. Like, calm down. And she's telling me to calm down. I'm just getting like even more pissed now. I'm like, this fucking guy took up two spots. I'm just deep down, probably just jealous of his car, you know? because <laughs> I would probably do the same thing. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> sure enough, we go around the corner like 20 feet and there's like a ton of parking spots. So I'm all like huffing and puffing like some angry short guy about nothing. And then, uh, you know, we're, we're walking and she, I can tell like, you know, <laughs> she was trying to like set a screen 
of like keep a for the car. She's trying to set a screen for the car. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so when I try to like take the outside lane, I like slow down to go around her. She kind of slows down because she knows I'm about to go just hawk a loogie on this like nice ass Audis. This like shiny black brand new Audi with the mirrors all folded in, taking up two spots right in front of the restaurant. And I wanted whoever the fuck was driving it to see me. I wanted whatever, whatever tech nerd whatever son of a bitch got picked on for being a huge big pussy growing up who grew up and just sucked a bunch of dicks at some tech firm and now he drives that car and he tries to use it to get bitches and then guys like cousin steve come through and fuck their wives while they're at work because they let their women just get away with anything because all they ever did was acquire money and they're basically just a cash cow for the woman i wanted him to see me just hawk a big old green greeting just right on his windshield and then uh, Shody, Shody set the screen. Rap, rap game, rap game, uh, pick and roll. And then, <laughs> and then we ate though. And so I saved my leftovers and I took the box of leftovers and I just like threw it at his windshield when we were leaving. So <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't actually do that. I tried to do it too, but then Shody got really mad and I was like, it's either this guy's car and getting away with it or my life. And so I chose my life. Um, yeah, I was driving her car. I went to Fred Meyer. I think I got hit on by a gay guy, uh, because it's like a Mazda X ZX five or some shit like that. You know, it's like a, like a, it's, I mean, it's a nice car. You know what I mean? Like it's a great car, but it's, it's just that like, it's a, it's a great car. It's like, you know, when you call somebody a nice guy, like it's a great car, you know what I mean? And, uh, I park it just like way in the back of the lot anyway, because I just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mind. I don't mind a little walking. I don't mind a little Christopher walking. And all of a sudden, this, this guy who was, I wasn't wearing a mask, obviously, because I'm a crazy right winger. And he wasn't wearing a mask. He was this black guy. And so he walks by me and we just kind of like give like the, you know, like the the culty nod because we're both not wearing masks. Kind of while he's like, hey, man, hey, uh, what, what year is that? And I was like, oh, dude, uh, I don't know. I think maybe like a 2012. He's like, Oh, it's a real nice car, man. Yeah, it's real nice. And he talked, he had, he had kind of a lisp, you know what I mean? (laughs) And I was like, bro, um, I feel like it's just, it's a very common car. It's like a little (laughs) crossover SUV and we're way too far in the parking lot. Two guys for you to be complimenting me on the car. But I let it roll, you know, and I was kind of, I needed some, I needed some grocery money. So I hopped in the car with him and fucked his face. And that's that. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) I helped my buddy. I've talked about my buddy Andy before. I call him angry Andy. And, uh, who like, he was the guy where I said (laughs) he like threw away every trace of anything of his ex-wife where I've always asked him if I could see a picture of his ex-wife. And he just says he literally has no trace. And he actually has no trace of his ex-wife. That's why I was joking on a couple episodes ago where he did the thing closest to killing your ex-wife that you could do by just destroying any sort of trace of her. And I went to go help him move. And he's been kind of torn up about the thing. Like we, you know, our, our friend support group, we've always wanted him to just, you know, move on healthy and go date other women. And it's just kind of the marriage is kind of really like, you know, took a toll on him. And, uh, 
he just decided, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm moving to Texas. I'm tired of all these libtards. And, uh, you know, he quit his job on Friday and he bounced on the next Friday. But he kind of fucked up the moving, the whole moving thing. So what we did, it was just me and him. <laughs> he went and got a U-Haul. And then uh, he just loaded up all his shit into a U-Haul. <laughs> and then we took it to the dump. And we literally just like, it was his couches, his bed, all his belongings. <laughs> we just threw his whole entire life into the sanitation transfer station. And uh, then he just had this smile on his face afterwards. He's like, yeah, it felt pretty good. And that's the type of shit that I like. That is that shit I do like. And that is what I'm going to do the next time I move. I'm just going to get a U-Haul. I'm just going to load it up with everything. And I'm just going to throw everything away. It only costs him 70 bucks to unload just like a full U-Haul full of shit. That must have looked so funny because <laughs> it wasn't like construction waste. It wasn't yard waste. It wasn't all just like bagged up garbage. You know, it was like in moving boxes, shit that was ready to move to Texas to start a new life. He just decided because he couldn't take the U-Haul. If you're like, well, why didn't he just drive his shit? Because they didn't have an out-of-state U-Haul and, uh, and he had nowhere to go. He had to be out of his apartment. And so we just went and tossed it. And uh, uh, matter of fact, he texted me a little while ago. And he's like, this trip was miserable. He said he's just been driving for like 36 hours. And then uh, I told him to go get a hotel room and rub one out. So hopefully he's doing that. Let's see. What do you say? He said, uh, I, he got a hotel. He said, sent a picture. It's actually a really nice hotel. The only room I could get, I paid 80 extra for the couch and an extra 20 for the king size that I won't put to use. I'm living the first world problems. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Andy. He's going to go to Texas and just like fuck everything, dude. I already know it. Andy, you know it. This is Dude, I'm hungover. I don't know if you can tell, but I got, I got shit faced with the new neighbor last night. It was so funny. She was just outside with her dog. And then, uh, I, I usually I go the back way. So there's this shared courtyard in this like two house complex thing. There's a shared courtyard with the basketball hoop where the random neighbor kids that nobody knows whose fucking kids they are. I just always playing basketball in our courtyard. But, uh, so she was just out there with her, with her, with a dog, with a little doggie. And, I was going around to just go throw some shit in the garbage. I just asked like, Hey, how you settling in? You know, cause we, we both moved in in the same day. And then, so we just kind of start talking. I could just go, and it's probably at like four 30. And then, you know, she would kind of talk in, we're kind of bullshit and just kind of, you know, I was like, Hey, you want a beer? She's like, um, sure. I was like, okay, cool. I'll go, I'll go grab one. So we have one beer and we're talking, we're having a good time. And then we decide to have, another another one and at this point we just pull up some chairs and we just start kicking it you know and like the cat's running around like the dog's running around and uh she's like in the medical field she's hella smart and we're just kind of joking about how our how our our house is like a cult compound because it's like the same guy owns the buildings and shit and uh long story short so we hung out till like 10 30 11 o'clock or something like that and just got fucked up 
And she's from like Nebraska, like kind of a country girl too. And then we're just in the city in Seattle, just like having a fire. <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to do that. And, uh, and she went beer for beer with me. And I mean, I probably have a good 80 pounds on this girl. And then uh, she went beer for beer with me. And then I woke up this morning and I was just like, what the fuck? Because I mean, we drank for like five hours and we finally ordered a pizza. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> I wonder how she's doing. But anyways, uh, shout outs to chicks that can drink. Um, anyways, well, tell somebody about the pod. Tell somebody about the podcast. I was going to talk about one other thing about how, but I just made a video and I put it on my Instagram. The spark notes is, uh, my ball pain kind of came back. And so I called my, my regular doctor. I talked about this before, you know, how I did go see a urologist. And I told him, I don't want to just go see the hot urologist again. I really don't because, uh, it's just awkward, dude. I don't want to talk about my malfunctioning dick with some like super hot girl who's younger than me. It's just weird. And, um, who doesn't understand, you know, I want, I want a doctor who's been like hawking that fucking D around for 40 years and who knows his shit. I want a guy that wakes up in the middle of the night and has to piss like five times to be my urologist. Uh, cause I think I have a kidney stone, honestly. And I don't know if they tested me for, I think they just tested me for the clap. And then uh, she make it clap, 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 clap. Um, but yeah. Also, shout out to Swamp G. Shout out to Swamp G for that. Make it clap. That's from a song we did together. But uh, Swamp G has a new album out, and it's fucking fire. It's called Swamp Station. And the best song on there, in my opinion, is called Python. And the other one is called that I really like is called what's it called? Uh counterfeit smiles yeah that shit that shit's heat go check out swamp g python or counterfeit smiles matter of fact i'm gonna i'm gonna play python at the end of this episode so that is gonna be your outro music oh i didn't even get to tell the part about my balls i'm not done talking i'm still gonna talk about my dick so i call i call the new they they my doctor he refers me to uw medicine like uw university of washington and so i call them and I go, yeah, hi, my name is uh, Lord Petty, and I got referred to you because my nuts hurt. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, you want to just do the full intake now? And I'm like, sure, yeah. So we're talking, what's your date of birth, yada, yada. And she goes, okay. Uh, she's like, so what is, you know, and she asked me, first thing she asked me, okay, well, what what is the reason? Uh, what is the department? What is the reason? Because they didn't actually get my referral, but she just got the intake done anyways. But so she's like, okay, so what's the reason? I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, I'm having this pain in my in my abdomen and sometimes it like spills into my testicle and I'm just, I've been checked out before and I'm just trying to get a second opinion. Make sure I don't have like a hernia or something. And, uh, she's like, Oh, okay. You know? And then, you know, my name is a guy name. And, uh, <laughs> she asked me, okay, so, um, what, what gender are you? And I go, uh, I, like it, it literally blindsided me. It's the first time I've encountered that in real life. You know, like it's funny to joke about on the internet and I kind of pander to the audience and make fun of like super far lefties. And then, uh, it literally just, I was like, uh, I didn't even, Oh no. She asked me my pronouns first. 
What did she ask me first? I don't even remember. She asked me my gender, and then I was like, uh, guy, man. Like, I'm a guy. Like, and I just told you my balls hurt. You know? And she's like, okay, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We just like to give people the options. I was like, yeah, well, I appreciate that. I mean, you're not going to offend me. I'm whatever, whatever man. I'm a guy. Um, sometimes I sit down to piss when I have a boner. But besides that, I'm like 99% dude. And then so, and we keep talking like, yeah, 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 yeah. So my nuts, this and that, blah, 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 my bows. And then we, she's like, okay, well, what, what pronouns do you prefer? And I was just like, guy, whatever, whatever people with balls, whatever, <laughs> whatever people with dicks and balls use, that's what I use. So, or you can just call me by my name or I really don't care, lady. I will never talk to you again. And you're not going to hurt my feelings. I'm not bored enough to get all caught up and like people, people call me the wrong name all the time. Do I get offended? No, I don't take it. Especially if I were to walk around, whatever, dude, I don't even want to talk about this shit. Enjoy this Swamp G song because it's fire. Go buy this motherfucker's album because he's my favorite rapper and tell somebody about the podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Lord Petty underscore. And I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was corny as hell, and I wish I could take it back, but it's okay. Uh, thank you so much. Tell one person about the podcast, just one person. You had a whole week from now till the next one, just to tell one person, okay? You got this. I believe in you. I appreciate you. This is Swamp G Python. Love y'all. Lord Petty out this bitch. Bye.